So again, we have something that's positive in the Eloist eyes is negative in biblical teaching today. Welcome to the Mira Scriptura podcast, the podcast dedicated to mere reading the Bible. Uh, if you don't know what mere reading is, be sure to check out my website, mirrorreading.com. That's M-I-R-R-O-R reading.com. And this is episode five. Today we're going to be talking about the Joseph cycle, which is part four of the mere reading, um, the Elohist source. Uh, so if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, be sure to check them out. So item number one, we need to talk about Ephraim and Manasseh first. So these are two tribes in the northern kingdom of Israel. And they were the only tribes that didn't that weren't sons of Jacob. So they were grandsons. And there's some important things that you need to know about Ephraim and Manasseh in the northern kingdom. And is that uh the king of the northern kingdom, uh, which was Jeroboam, uh, probably at the time this was written, he was from the tribe of Ephraim. And the capital city of the northern kingdom, most people know it as Samaria, which it was the capital for quite some time. But in the very beginning, there was a city called Shechem, and that was the capital uh, of, of the northern kingdom for a short time. And the Elohist source talks a lot about uh, Shechem. And so we can imply from that 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 was the capital during the time that the Elohist wrote his writing. Now, there may be a religious uh, connection, too. There may have been a high priest uh, line from either Ephraim or Manasseh. We don't know who the priestly line was. Uh, in the Northern Kingdom, but there could have been a uh, connection to that as well. Uh, Shechem could have been a religious center, and Bethel was a religious center. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. So, item number two. How does the Elois respond to this criticism that the king and the capital should not should not uh, be from Ephraim and Manasseh? The older brothers should have uh, reign over the uh, the grandson tribes, as it were. Well, he talks about Joseph and how Jacob loved Joseph more than uh, any of his sons. And this also ties into the Jacob cycle, where it talks about how Jacob loved Rachel more than Leah. So that also is... Uh, used uh, as evidence to promote the idea that jo- the Joseph tribe and his sons should rule over the other tribes. And the Elois talks about how the the long robe, the coat of many colors, the seamless robe, whatever you want to call it, that was given to Joseph, that is kind of an indication of royalty. So it's uh, by giving him that robe, Jacob is is kind of saying, yeah, Joseph is over his other brothers. And of course, we see the same type of deal in Joseph's dream. And now there's only one dream in the Elohist source uh, where the uh, bundles of wheat bow down to Joseph's uh, bundle. 
And so we have these indications throughout the Joseph cycle where it is really promoting Joseph over the other tribes because the leadership uh, in the northern kingdom comes from the Joseph tribe, which breaks down to Ephraim and Manasseh. And Joseph is also portrayed as a, a leader in Egypt. He's second in command to Pharaoh. So there's kind of this uh, ruler uh, history, ruler past that Joseph has that bolsters this idea that the king should come from, from his tribe. And all throughout the Joseph cycle, the brothers are very subservient uh, after the initial beginning. And they're always bowing down to Joseph and saying that they're his servants. And uh, so just this overall theme that Joseph was meant to rule over his other brothers. Now, item number three, there was also a counter narrative that the Elohist was dealing with that was saying that Joseph had died, that he, uh, he wasn't, um, wasn't sold into slavery into Egypt. He just died, and, and that was the end of Joseph. Now, it doesn't indicate how he was died. There may be a hint when Joseph's brothers throw him into the pit uh, right before they sell him into slavery. The Elois uh, makes sure to point out that there was no water in the pit. There's uh, basically that it was a dry well. So this may be countering the idea that Joseph had fallen into a well and drowned. But we have very little evidence, so that's, that's pretty speculative. But uh, it's a possibility. The second criticism was that Jacob uh, hadn't, didn't see Joseph uh, before he died. And so there couldn't have been a, a blessing from Jacob, Jacob onto Joseph uh, and even an inheritance passed on to Joseph because he didn't see Joseph in Egypt before he died. And the evidence that the counter narrative pointed to was that Jacob's body uh, was in the land of Israel, not in Egypt. And of course, the Elohist responds to this by saying that, uh, telling about how Jacob made Joseph swear to him that after Jacob died, he would uh, take him to back to Canaan and bury him in Canaan. And item number number four, the there was another counter argument that Ephraim shouldn't be shouldn't rule over Manasseh because Manasseh was the oldest, and so why should the king? Uh, be from Ephraim when he was younger than Manasseh. And there seems to be a familiar, familiar, familiarity with that Ephraim was blessed by Jacob uh, to rule over Manasseh. But the counter narrative from Manasseh is saying that Jacob was old and he couldn't see well and so he couldn't see who he was blessing. And uh, so it was a mistake that he put Ephraim over Manasseh. And the Elois responds to that by um, making sure that you know that Jacob knew who he was blessing. Jacob, well, Joseph points out that he um, was blessing the wrong grandson. And Jacob says, I know, I know. So he's aware of what he's doing. And then uh, Jacob crosses his arms, so it's uh, it's an action that's 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 not a, not an accident. Like he, he's not going to cross his arms unless he's 
purposely trying to switch things. Uh, so the Eloist is really defending the, the idea that Ephraim should in fact be over Manasseh. Item number five, the tribe of Benjamin. So Benjamin is the youngest son of Jacob. He is the younger brother uh, and from the same mother as Joseph. But the thing is that Benjamin was not part of the northern kingdom. So there may have been a play here by the northern kingdom to get Benjamin, the tribe of Benjamin, into the fold of the northern kingdom uh, because Benjamin was part of the southern kingdom and was aligned with, with Judah and Jerusalem. And so you see in the Eloist account that uh, Joseph is always very, very nice to Benjamin and showing Benjamin a favor and always giving Benjamin more uh, food and pointing out that they had the same mother. And so this may be like an enticing uh, narrative to try to get Benjamin to uh, cross over and defect from the southern kingdom over to the northern kingdom. And this may be, in fact, what was uh, in the minds of the Benjaminites, as I pointed out in our earlier episode, that in First and Second Samuel, the writer of First and Second Samuel is trying to keep Benjamin within the fold of the southern kingdom, because uh, they... Uh, Benjaminites were looking to have their their kingly line, which was Saul, uh, instead of David. So I think this could be a real possibility that uh, the Eloist was dealing with and trying to entice uh, the tribe of Benjamin into the northern kingdom. And there was a, uh, there seems to be a bit of a dispute over this divination cup. So Joseph had this divination cup and he he puts it into the sack of Benjamin uh, without Benjamin knowing and then they get then he busts them for that for it later and they uh, they all think they're in trouble. And this this could be because uh, well it makes first of all it makes one wonder why Joseph even has a divination cup when divination was clearly frowned upon in uh, later writings. Um, the Yahwist really doesn't like divination. The Eloist doesn't seem to mind it too much. But um, there seems to be an argument over this cup of divination. Was it Benjamin's or was it Joseph's? And so the, the Eloist tells a story to say how it ended up in the possession of Benjamin even though it was Joseph's in actuality. And this may be a part of a larger debate over the city of Bethel, because Bethel was originally allotted to uh, Benjamin, but then the Ephraim's, uh, tribe of Ephraim was the one that, that conquered it. So there may be a, a bit of a poll over the city of uh, Bethel and who's, who should really have control of it. Uh, because the city of Bethel is a religious center in the northern kingdom. And uh, so it may be a bit of a contention between the tribe of Benjamin and the tribe of Ephraim. And the Eloist source is trying to smooth that uh, contention over by explaining the uh, cup of div divination and who it really belongs to. Item number six. So 
as much as the Alouettes is trying to uh, get the tribes to fall in line under Ephraim and Manasseh, he's also is approaches it from the other side in that he he doesn't want Ephraim and Manasseh to be uh, upset at the other tribes given the history of uh, selling Joseph into slavery. So uh, at the end of the Elois Joseph cycle account, jo- the brothers ask for forgiveness and uh, Joseph gives them that forgiveness and it's kind of like, okay, let's all get along even though there may have been a assorted past between the tribes like let's that's behind us and let's move on and keep this northern kingdom together and there may have been a even deeper point of contention in the the story that in the beginning of the Joseph cycle Joseph's brothers are in Shechem and they're they're shepherding the flock in Shechem, and so that's very uh, metaphorical for governing. So shepherding is metaphorical for governing, and the flock are the people of the northern kingdom. And so this is kind of a metaphor that the the uh, the other tribes were uh, ruling in in Shechem, and then Joseph comes along, and it says that they plotted to kill him, and so. Now, this is pretty speculative, but this could be alluding to a plot to kill the king from Ephraim. And so this gives kind of a double weight to uh, Joseph's uh, forgiveness of his brothers. And that it's it's a little more tangible to the uh, tribe of Ephraim because they tried to kill uh, the king that was from that tribe. And I wanted to mention about Reuben, too. Reuben was one of those border tribes that uh, was under the influence. It could be easily influenced by surrounding nations. And so there may be a attempt here by the LOS to reach out to uh, Reuben. And uh, he's sure to point out that Reuben was not one of the... Uh, brothers who was all for selling Joseph into slavery. He uh, actually keeps them from killing them. Um, So going back to the king plot, to kill the king plot, Reuben, the tribe of Reuben may have been uh, the ones that stopped that plot. I know this is very speculative, but I think it's interesting. So um, the Eloist may have been trying to smooth over some some tension between the tribe of Reuben and the uh, tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh and showing that Reuben was in fact uh, friendly uh, historically to the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh. Item number seven, Egypt. Now Egypt is portrayed in a very good light here in the Joseph cycle. and I'm not sure if that's because they are trying to ally, ally with Egypt at the time. Uh, the Northern Kingdom was trying to ally with them or not. Um, I, I don't think that's the case because in the next cycle, in the Moses cycle, they're portrayed in a very uh, poor light. So I'm, I'm not sure that's the case. A possible explanation could be that the rest of the tribe saw 
Ephraim and Manasseh from Egypt, and the other tribes were not from Egypt. And so the LOS is trying to clear that up by saying that no, Ephraim and Manasseh and Joseph were from from the land of Canaan. Well, I guess Ephraim and Manasseh would be from Egypt, but Joseph was from the land of Canaan initially and then moved to Egypt. And there was, now Joseph had a Egyptian name as well. So there may be a, uh, an Eloist may be trying to do something similar to uh, what he did with the Jacob and Israel name, combining two identities into one. So making sure that they knew that the Egyptian named that the Eloist gives and Joseph are in fact the same person. Item number eight, theological impact. So I'm going to read uh, this uh, article or part of this article from Legionnaire Ministries. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, they're R.C. Sproul's um, ministry. So it doesn't say who wrote the article, but I'm just going to go ahead and uh, read it here. It says, Jacob's favor for Joseph, the son of his favorite wife, exacerbated this difficult situation. Loving him more than his other sons, Jacob made Joseph his famous coat of many colors. Actually, the Hebrew adjective describing the coat is uncertain here. It may have been a long-sleeved or or ornamented coat, as the translation many colors comes from the Septuagint, the ancient Greek translation of the Old Testament. Whatever the robe's precise appearance, it was a regal garment that honored Joseph. Princess Tamar later wore a coat with the same Hebrew descriptor. So, so far so good. That's exactly right. But then he goes on with this. Jacob perpetuated the the sibling rivalry with his favor, and Joseph encouraged it with his attitude. Joseph's 11 brothers hated him intensely, for they envied their sibling's position. So again, we have uh, something that's positive in the Eloist eyes is negative in biblical teaching today. And again, I think it's another uh, reading into the account, our own morals, and not understanding what the original's author's purpose was. And the Eloist original's intent, original intent here, was not that uh, Jacob's favor and the and the coat was a bad thing. It was a good thing for uh, for the Eloist. He wanted to make sure that uh, they knew that. Joseph was favored and that he should rule over the other tribes. So this favor that Jacob has is actually a good thing. But the biblical teaching that's out there today always sees it as a negative thing. All right. Well, I guess that's it for today. Uh, Next episode, we're going to be looking at the Moses cycle. So stay tuned for that. Thanks. (laughs) 